You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I am Lisa Oz. And I am Jill Herzig. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Jill. So, um, I just had breakfast. I just had my, um, the breakfast that I have been having for, I think, the last 20 years, which is some variation of peanut butter and jelly on a whole wheat toast. I replaced the jelly, and I learned I was pre-diabetic. Whoopee. I, pre-diabetic at a whole 94 pounds? It doesn't matter how much you weigh, you can still be pre-diabetic. <laughs> I, I discovered how fun. So I replaced that with fruit, but the peanut butter and the toast has remained the same. So I think that I, if I had to describe my relationship with food, I would say that I am a monogamist, but I really, I strive for for hot, sexy monogamy. I tried to Put a bring, banana on your peanut butter. Sometimes it's a banana. You know what? Sometimes it's a fig, lady. Oh, gee. Whoa. Woo. So, so exciting. So what is your, how would you describe you know, those, your relationship with both food? Both of those fruits have some significance deeply. But um, no, I, and I have to say I'm just not even a little bit surprised that you have the same breakfast every day. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. My relationship with food, if I were doing Facebook, what are those things called where you describe yourself and you, right, your, your relationship? Yes, my status is it's complicated. <laughs> Endlessly complicated. I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. My sister, my mother. Uh, you know, it's that kind of crap. Um, yeah, so that's all I have to say about it. It's one of those areas where I really need a U-turn, and which is why... I'm so grateful to have our guest in studio today with us um, talking about wellness and food. Um, we are joined by the Senior Director um, of Service Design and Studio Experience at WW. And for those of you who are super confused, that is the artist formerly known as Weight Watchers. And now <laughs> it's just WW. Um, we are with Aransas Savas. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So first question food. We were chatting about it before. Um, Everyone's talking about what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat. What is the conversation really about? 
I think, so. I mean, food holds so many different roles in our lives. It's a source of connection and community and comfort, and there's all of these sort of emotional endowment that comes with that. And then it also has this sort of performative effect, right, that it's nutrition. Yeah, you need it to survive. <laughs> <laughs> it's to survive, and we feel better when we eat some foods and worse when we eat other foods. And some things do things to our bodies that we don't like, and other things do have effects that we feel really good about. And so I think for most people, it's about finding that balance for themselves, finding the foods that emotionally satisfy them, but also physically nourish them and support their goals. But it seems like so few of us are at that nice balance point, and it's so hard to stay there. Why are we, we're just kind of weird about food. It seems like almost everybody's a little bit weird about food. I honestly think that most people get (laughs) thrown off track because they don't recognize that there are both of those elements to it. Hmm. And so they're only looking at one kind of minuscule piece of the role that food is playing in their lives rather than taking a more holistic view of it and saying, okay, what is this? What do I need from food personally? And then meeting those needs head on. Um, you know, it's really easy to say, I want to be skinny (laughs) and then just depriving yourself. And certainly I've done that in my life where I just took that sort of negative view of food and my, and its role in my life and used it as a bit of a punishment, frankly. Um, but over the years, what I've come to do is use it as an additive element in my life. So finding foods that excite me, like the preparation of them is a big creative stimuli in my life. Like it's something that I find very fulfilling and satisfying to prepare healthy food for my entire family, honestly. It goes well beyond myself now. But then also food that I feel like, oh, wow, I'm stronger and I have better mental clarity and I sleep better and um, I feel fitter. All of these things enable me to live the life I want and have a healthier, happier, more balanced relationship with food. So. That, I, that's wonderful. Bravo. Congratulations. Yes. I haven't met a lot of people like you um, in that regard. And I'm just, I'm wondering why so many of us have so many issues around food. Why does it, is it familial background? Is it? Yeah. How do we get this way? <laughs> because we food is almost like a separate person in our lives. We have a relationship with food as if it is like George. Um, what what stimulates that? What creates that? Why, why are we in that weird place, most of us? I've often wondered if it's because of its sort of omnipresence in our lives that literally we learn very early on that when we're happy, we should celebrate with food. When we're sad, we should mourn with food. When we're bored, we should fill that gap with food. When we're lonely, oh, we can fill that emptiness with food. And it just becomes this sort of catch-all for everything in our lives. So then if you want to make any changes in relation to how you eat, it means sort of upending the way you move through the entire world. Yeah, it was so funny. I was having a conversation last night with a young mom who you know, was talking about how she never goes anywhere without snacks in that little attached cup that that goes on your stroller for your kid. And I'm way, way, way out of the stage. But I so remembered it. I remembered, like, the panic 
if there were no Cheerios in that cup because that cup was what was going to get me, you know, onto the subway with my kid, off the subway with my kid, to, to whatever class, you know, or doctor's appointment. We do this early, right? Yeah, from the very beginning. I mean, everybody, as a new mom, gets caught up in this great debate around to nurse or not, right? And I, I mean, certainly I felt like the most stressful element of being a new mom wasn't, is my kid sleeping? But is it, it was, am I breastfeeding well? <laughs> Am I making enough milk? Is it nutritionally, you know, valuable enough to my child? Am I starving my child? Am I overfeeding? And it just becomes, I mean, I think from the moment a child is born, literally the first thing we do is feed them. And so, I mean, it's complicated from way back. I always tend to think things are all connected. And so I think when we have an unhealthy relationship with food, it translates to an unhealthy relationship with our bodies, which impacts every other interaction we have with people. Do you, Have you found with your time at WW that people who, and I don't want to say control their relationship with food, but kind of figure out their relationship with food, that that seeps into every other aspect of their life? Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because I, I feel like people use that word control a lot in relation to food. And, and that's, a, in many cases, it certainly was for me, it was what I wanted to get a handle on. I felt like, I know how to take care of myself, but food just feels so out of control. And it's something I hear really often, especially from women. Um, like we, <laughs> there's some there's some sense of agency that we're lacking when it comes to um, our food. And honestly, for me, I just didn't know anything about nutrition when I started. I didn't know how to take care of myself. And it, it is, <laughs> it sounds really dramatic when I start talking about this, but I completely learned how to take care of myself through learning how to pay attention to my food, being more mindful about my food. And and I think... Control- how to take care of yourself on every level. On every level. Relationships, yeah. your, your relationship to ambition and work and life and what you want, all of it. Totally. I learned how to ask for what I needed. I learned how to listen to the signals that my body was telling me about what was helpful and unhelpful. Um, I learned how to um, how to prioritize my self care uh, in order to enable everything else in my life. I mean, the list goes on and on, honestly. But so much of it really started with is probably most of your guests come to say at some point or another, paying attention, right? And I think the word tracking to me is something you know we are known at WW for like one of the core elements of the program is tracking your food, and the whole word tracking just sounds very like tedious and like it's something like a punishment at school <laughs> like that, yeah. you have to track um isn't points too isn't that yeah. part of tracking yeah exactly so you have to add and track <laughs> you have to do math and <laughs> oh man i know it's that. that's no fun <laughs> but for me when i reframed it as an awareness tactic and a mindfulness tactic i felt like a greater sense of purpose in the action of tracking and so for me, the, the writing down became my way of sort of finding the patterns and seeing for myself what my, my truth was when it came to food, what was good for, for me personally and helpful for me personally, as opposed to sort of general broad rules, which we all know with bodies being as unique <laughs> as they are, will just never really hold true. There are no general broad rules. No. 
When we come back, we're going to go even deeper into our relationship with food. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Before the break, we were chatting with Aransas Savas about food. And Aransas, Dylan and I love to talk about U-turns and changes. And you guys have been friends for a long time. And she told me some really interesting stuff about your personal U-turns. Can you share that with us? Yeah, um, I <laughs> I think that's sort of my stock in trade um, is having these many different lives. And I've really loved all that they've each brought me. Uh, so when I moved to New York, I came to be an actor. I uh, thought I would make it big on Broadway. I, and I really did love the storytelling aspect of it. I loved the community of it. I love the words. I love the theater itself and all the ritual and uh, history it brings. But it turned out I hated being an actor. <laughs> I did the job of it. Um, and so, you know, I, I was very clear and set a very strong intention for myself in terms of what I wanted. And um, it was through a conversation with my mother. And I didn't know what the job was that I wanted to do next, but I knew what I wanted it to give me. And um, when I got clear on that, it was very easy to see it when it came. And so, so what did you want? I wanted a mentor. Mm -hmm. um, who could help guide me and sort of unlock my strengths. Um, I wanted it to have a purpose, which was something I really felt like, sadly, as an actor, and, you know, it's, it's certainly a craft where you, there's a lot of potential to have impact, but I was doing a lot of really crappy work. 
um, that didn't have a lot of positive <laughs> impact on the world um, and feeling pretty um, pretty depleted by that. So I wanted to have a positive impact on the world. I wanted to have a mentorship and sort of a system of support. And I wanted some consistency. It turned out that I am a person who likes to get dressed every day and go to an office. Um, but I didn't I, I didn't know any more than that, except that I wanted those sort of core values met. Um, so as soon as I, uh, I had joined WW as a member and um, had, somebody had weighed me one day and said, have you ever thought about working here? And I was like, oh, well, that's sweet. Yeah, I'll do that as a part-time thing. Um, and then I was at this training and this woman, I remember so clearly, she looked at me from across the room and she just, it was like one of those Oprah looking deep into your soul moments. And uh, she looked in my eyes and wordlessly, there was just sort of this acknowledgement in that moment. She called me the next day and she said, I see you. I want you to come work for me. And she offered me this job that I was totally unqualified for and had no idea what it even meant to do it. But I was so like ready to do something and I could hear in it, you know, in alignment with the values I had laid out. And I was like, okay. And so I just really took a leap and jumped into a totally unknown world. I mean, I didn't understand what she was even saying, frankly, because it wasn't my language. She literally saw something. And I can track my entire life back to that. You know, I found my husband through that job. I found my career through that job. I discovered what this thing that I like to do, I like creating human experiences. I love making a theme party. I love <laughs> making experiences that bring people together and create connection. I mean, that is just my happy place. I'd never heard of a service designer. I'm not even sure the term existed at the time. Um, but it was like a through through all of these very unknown channels, <laughs> I found what I was looking for. Um, and, and honestly, it was just because I said yes. Uh, it was just because I got clear about what I wanted frankly, and then said yes when it came. Um, other big U-turns, I mean, I went from a pretty slovenly theater student to a very active runner. Um, my daughter yesterday was doing her homework, and they had this thing where it was like, interview a person and then list the qualities you associate with that person. And so uh, she had this long list of traits that she was asked to associate with me as the person she was interviewing. And it was one of the best moments of my life to see how she saw me. And she described me as energetic and positive and um, an athlete. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> Except you've run a lot of marathons. I mean, I, Why were you surprised by that? It was It was just a cool thing of her seeing me that way. And, I mean, seeing myself that way has taken a lot of time. But I, there was just something so profound in that being like a core quality trait that my child identified in me because that's how I've lived my life now. Jill said something about that I just wanted to touch on with you, which was the emotional aspect of eating. And I, the point system kind of deals with calories in, calories out. But how do you personally and at WW address the the weird emotional aspect of sometimes we eat to punish ourselves. Sometimes we eat to reward ourselves. Sometimes we can't stop ourselves. What It's not just about counting. How do you get to the root of that? 
Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big one. Um, And it's, I mean, honestly, it's such a a huge factor for for almost all of us. I I joke all the time in my workshops that nobody joins WW because they only eat when they're hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it, it is a factor for all of us to one degree or another. Part of what I think happens um, and I'm not sure if our scientist would, would vouch for this, but part of what I believe happens is our brains are made up of a very logical side and an emotional side. And part of the value of having that sort of <laughs> that number assigned to foods is it gets us a little bit out of that emotional mindset and lets us focus on something that feels a little more factual and tangible when making a decision about whether or not a food is worth it. That said, I mean, all that emotional stuff is playing into it all the time. But hopefully what we can do is create a little bit of space for ourselves to have a more logical conversation with food, to breathe for a second and say, how will I feel if I eat this? How will I feel if I don't? Right? Because that punishment thing usually happens when we, we, you know, if we don't feel good, then we eat and then we feel worse. And there's this vicious cycle that's created that can really steamroll people's intentions. And so the more we can kind of create space to to ask ourselves honestly and, and like I said before, a more holistic way, not just how is this going to be for my body, but how is this going to be for my mindset? Am I going to feel really crappy after I eat this? Am I going to beat myself up after I eat it? Maybe I'll take a pause and try something else to meet that need. And so one of the things I try to work through with people is, how is that food serving you? What are you getting out of this moment? And what else might more directly support you in meeting that need? Because we're going to get our needs met one way or another as humans. So, like, let's be honest with ourselves and do it in a way that serves us instead of one that punishes us. What kinds us. of things do people discover? Like, I mean, when you say that, ah, the magic of a French fry meeting a need is pretty powerful. Yeah. So what what do people replace it with? It's funny. Um, you know, one of my favorite stories of this is a woman who said just every week she had this urge to just have a big blowout meal. And she just wanted to just, like, like I said before, feels like wild and rebellious. And I think that urge, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm from Texas, but I get that urge. Um, it's oh, like a yeah. pioneer thing, maybe. I don't know. Um but she wanted to just be unbridled. And she, when we had this conversation about, well, what, why? <laughs> what are you missing there that you're trying to serve with that? And she was like, you know, the last time I felt that way and really felt satisfied by it was when I was slopping paint on giant canvases in college. And so she began a practice of exploring other ways to be wild and unbridled Hmm. in her life. And in meeting that need, she felt less of an urge to always go back to the food to answer the question. I mean, sometimes the food is still going to answer it. But the point is to, again, find that balance for ourselves and have other ways of meeting our needs that aren't just food. When we come back, we're going to discuss that in more depth. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. For the break, we were chatting with Aranza Savas about ways that we can bring something else into the void that we think we need to fill with food. Um, We have to be careful that it's productive because I do know people who take up smoking in order to avoid eating. But one of the ways I think that's really positive that you guys encourage is exercise. Um, One, can you talk a little bit about the role of exercise in general and the WW philosophy, but also about Jill told me some crazy stories about you and the exercise thing. So if you could talk about that a little bit too. Um, Yeah, I mean, this is sort of continuing the same sense of discovery that I got from learning how to take care of myself, opening up, a a whole world of potential that I really didn't know I was capable of. Um, You know, I I think, and this is something that has very much supported me through my own weight journey. You know, I lost 65 pounds on WW. How long did that take? I probably took like a year and a half. Two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. That's right. I took. I went to sleep. I woke up. It was like magic. Um, no, it was like a year and a half. Um, but it was 18 years ago, and that's the part I'm really proud of. Is that for 18 years, I like get rid of clothes because I'm tired of them, not because they don't fit anymore. Yep. Which I didn't even know was a thing that like you could buy clothes and then just wear them for a decade. You, you know? wear out your jeans I and do. have to get rid of them because they're worn out. <laughs> <laughs> not like, because something has changed and the button won't go. <laughs> exactly, it's not the muffin top nope. anymore. No, nope. um, yeah, it's a it's a one of those funny measures of success that we don't anticipate. But yeah, for me, I I think it has been very much in uh, in alignment with what the science says about activity and a weight journey. Is that weight ultimately um, is much more influenced by the food you eat? 
than the amount of exercise you do. That said, (laughs) exercise has all sorts of other benefits, as I'm sure you know well, um, between helping people sleep better and um, heart health and cancer risk and all these many sort of health and well-being elements. And frankly, it's all so intertwined, right? But what what the research has shown in relation to activity and weight is that It is a powerful factor in maintaining weight loss. And so for me, and for many of the members that I've counseled over the years, one of the most powerful things I got out of the the weight loss journey was learning how to be active, creating a routine and a practice around that that now has just continued to sustain all of my goals over these last 18 years. Um, So, you know, I went from being the kid in middle school who cried at the punishment of having to run a lap to now somehow over the course of these years I've run 18 marathons. I qualified for Boston last year, which was a big dream of mine. Um, and Wait, what do you have to run under to qualify for Boston? It's based on gender and age. Okay. So for my age group, for the 40 to 45 age group, um, I had to run a sub three Oh, my God. So I got a 343, and I was super happy. And um, But it was one of those things, again, I it was hard, right? And I think I'm so fascinated by the hard things we do in life and how they teach us what we're capable of. Like, I'm not a naturally fast runner. I am persistent. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I'm built for distance, so I had that on my side. But I'm not fast. And so the concept of doing that just seemed really overwhelming and sort of impossible. Yeah, 345, but then, that's pretty fast. It's pretty fast. Yeah. I ran pretty fast. I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah. Um, but I chunked it down just like I do with my members every week. It's really about, okay, let's pick a goal that is reasonable, that is in sight. When I set out to lose 65 pounds, if you would ask me if I was going to lose 65 pounds, I would have laughed at you. But then why I would lost you, five Why pounds. would you have laughed? Because you'd tried before? Just sound, because it was just such a huge hill to climb? hard. It's a yeah. big hill to climb, yeah. Okay. Um, and sort of completely overwhelmed by the scale of that goal. But then I broke it down into small goals. And with each one of those, just stayed focused on action. And, you know, I think that's true for everything in life. The, our biggest, most paralyzing force is overthinking. And so I try to just not overthink it, but just just keep it active and progressive. And that, of course, has incredible power overall because you start with that one tiny step and it builds your confidence (laughs) and your capability. And then that second goal that might have seemed impossible for seems pretty reasonable. Well, I will never run a marathon. My wait, why would you say never? You guys both live in Brooklyn. You can run together. Because my knees (laughs) are shot. It's amazing what I do on these. On you these have knee replacements, knees. then you can run a marathon. No, seriously, I'm looking forward to a knee replacement. <laughs> I'm I'm excited about about getting my bionic knees. <laughs> too much, too much. Yes, there there have been too much of a lot of things, but a, a marathon. I don't. I'm playing more of a long game, where I just want to be able to be active and do not marathon level feats, but just kind of sweating, <laughs> generic sweating for a really really long time. And I guess for me, like my kids used to say when I would get a little uh, testy on weekend mornings, we got to run mommy. We got to get outside and run mommy. 
Like having a Labrador. Like the dog. <laughs> like having a dog. And again, not going far, not going particularly fast, but mommy just needed to run. And I, that to me, it is such therapy for me. So much so that sometimes it scares me what would happen if one of these knees really, really like, ugh, not doing it anymore. Given the power of it, why do we all struggle to get ourselves to do it? Or why do so many people struggle? It, it, it is free, incredible therapy. It has been shown to be just as effective as powerful antidepressants in a myriad of studies. And yet we push it away. What's that about? I think it's the same thing as the kale. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like it's used as punishment for children. Mm. You know, it, it gets all wrapped up in shoulds instead of the benefits, right? And how, and we're, we're not a very reflective society <laughs> in general. And it's like, I think we miss all of those powerful benefits or we forget them in the moment of just doing what we've always done, which is playing on a computer or... <laughs> so how do you characterize show. it with your kids? You have two kids and they're like right in the sweet spot of learning about their bodies and food and what's good and what helps. I have to say, this is one of the things I'm most proud of in my life is that so far, my daughters, I mean, then they're eight and 10, so we're on the cusp of anything could happen. Um, but they see WW as a place to go get stronger. They see food as nourishment, nutrition. No, I mean, they still eat their fair share of candy <laughs> and sweets. And I've, you know, I've been very conscious of trying to find that balance. But I also really put a lot of emphasis on listen to your body. How do you feel when you eat that? And one daughter felt like she didn't feel very good when she had dairy. So we cut back her dairy and she felt better. And we're like, okay, let's run some experiments and you tell me how you feel. Because I feel like if I can teach them one thing, it's to listen to their bodies. Our bodies know so much more than we give them credit for. And we, we drown them out until they yell at us so loudly that we're having a heart attack. What is your take on... All of the highly restrictive diets out there now, the ketogenic diets, the paleo, the whole 30. How do you approach those? Because I, I will say that so many people, I think, grab onto those diets thinking, this will help me make change in my life. And here we are at U-Turns talking about change. I do think sometimes that's what people are actually hoping for when they say, I'm going to eat in this totally bizarre way for as long as I possibly can. Yeah, I think the as long as I possibly can part is the, the tricky bit. <laughs> yeah. Until you collapse on the floor with a chocolate cake. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think it's about that sustainability. And, you know, again, I go back to, like, the the great satisfaction and calm that's come out of not having to sort of yo-yo diet for the last 18 years. And over time, the effects have been cumulative of sort of building as opposed to I'm going to go in hard on my diet project, then I'm going to go live, and then I'm going to go hard on my diet project, and then I'm going to live. <laughs> and all the sort of suffering that that breeds. And my whole story and philosophy is built around let's take care of ourselves. Let's love on ourselves in the way that we expect the world to. Yeah, imagine the human potential, particularly among women, that would be unlocked if we could just stop with this. <laughs> stop with the project dieting. Like, oh. Well, I'm certainly feeling healthier after having had this conversation around this. Thank you so much for being here today. 
Arantis, thank you for me as well. And thanks, as always, to our producer, Alicia Haywood. Um, listeners, if you want to connect with Arantis, go to weightwatchers.com. Until next time. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.